Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch. I am your host, Sarah M. Chapel, and I am here today with my dear friend and collaborator, Chelsea. Chelsea Lane is a photographer based in Asheville and is the person who is responsible for all those photos that you guys compliment me on all the time that I did not take. Anything that is on my website, in my advertising, in my branding work, and increasingly on my Instagram is thanks to Chelsea. And I am so excited that Chelsea is here today because she specializes in working with small businesses and is going to help us know how to work with a photographer, why you would want to, and the things to be aware of when you make those decisions. So Chelsea, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you. This is awesome. My first podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here, Chelsea. So can you just give us a brief introduction? Uh, I mean, I, I obviously just was like, I love Chelsea, but maybe you can tell us a little bit more specifically who you are and what you do. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so yes, I am a photographer here in Asheville with you. And uh, I love working with small businesses. Um, I work with them on branded photography. I definitely have my own kind of style that I go for and that I shoot and edit for, but I do tend to tailor things for my my clients to make sure that it's branded for their business in particular. I work with some really cool people. I work with people that are doing um, service-based businesses, products, anything you can think of. And I would say that all my clients are very brave. They're very excited and motivated to get this business up and running that they have and maybe it's their full-time job maybe it's their side gig right now and they're hoping to make it full-time everyone's got a different story but they're all very uh, thoughtful business owners really thinking through the message they're sending they really care about the people that they connect with and who their audience is and I would also say that people I work with are very community driven so we live in a what do you would say, like a medium-sized city, but there's kind of a lot of small-town vibes here. So um, it's yeah, yeah, very local, community-driven type of town. Totally. And also beautiful, which helps with your job. So freaking beautiful. I love it here. I really do. It's awesome. <laughs> so Chelsea, I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, from your perspective, why would a business owner want to work with a photographer, especially, you know, folks in this audience who are more service-based or have like small product lines, like what What's the benefits to hiring a you? Well, I think it's pretty cool now because now with this new, you know, surgence of people starting their own thing, and I think it's probably more than ever before, especially just with the far reach of the internet and social media, um, there's this, you know, need for photography. There's a need for all of these people starting something. And like I said, whether it's part-time or full-time or freelancing or entrepreneurial, it doesn't matter. They still need the images to represent their business. And I think it's really cool because now there's a group of photographers that are also coming up and ready to serve those people and really connect with them. And they're in this nice, similar spot where I feel like they can really relate to each other because the photographer is also a small business owner. And so they get it. And I think it's really nice to connect with someone like that who can relate to you and also obviously, you know, provide something that you really need. I think it kind of boils down to two big things. I would say time and expertise are the main reasons why you would want to hire a photographer and why it's worth your time and money and energy to do so. 
I know that for me, I'm in my 30s now, and for a long time I had two jobs, and then now I'm lucky to have one, but I will say that time does nothing but fly by. And, <laughs> you know, and like if you have kids or anything else you're dealing with, um, like the two job thing especially, time is so precious. You have no idea how much you have left of it. And the, I think that at some point when you're running your own thing and you're making a million decisions every day, you get to the point where you realize that if you don't want to burn out, you have to outsource at least some things. And it might be minimal. It might just be one thing at a time. It might be two things next year. But I think that saving your time and your energy in the best way and like preserving that is so important. And I really don't think that could be, you know, underlined enough. <laughs> I love that you bring that up because yeah. when we're just starting our businesses, we have a tendency to do everything ourselves. And I think that's awesome, right? Bootstrap yeah. it, make it work. That's but, my story. Yep. Yeah, same. But working with you was one of the first things that I did outsource because photography, this is going to shock those of you who followed me on Instagram for a long time, is not my zone of genius. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not very good at it. I'm fine, but I'm not good at it. It stresses me out. And I can never really capture what I'm trying to do. So as soon as I was able to invest, this was such a natural first place for me because that I got my time back and also got like awesome photos. Thank you, Chelsea. That actually represent my brand and what I'm trying to say that I just don't, I don't have the skill to do. Mm -hmm. I think once you realize that you want to be in front of the camera too, to be able to show your face, to connect with whoever your audience is as a small business owner. I think that's when it especially starts getting tricky. Um, I mean, there's all different, you know, we could go into the details of all different kinds of photos and their needs, but once you start seeing that success, especially on social media, is highly correlated with you showing your face and being present, you start to realize like, okay, I guess I do need a lot of images of myself doing different things, working, you know, all the, all the messages you want to send. And once you include yourself in the photo, whoo wee, yeah, you need some help. It's hard. I, I struggle with it for my own stuff. It's not fun to try to set up everything and take it of yourself. It's so much better to just be a participant. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So when people are starting to look for a photographer to work with, they're like, if you guys are listening at home, I just want to say, and you're like, oh my God, I can't imagine investing. I just want to point out that when I work with Chelsea, I get like hundreds of photos, okay? You might be surprised at what a small business photographer who understands your needs can do. So Chelsea, what do people need to know to find someone who's actually going to be able to work with them, um, work with their budget and get them the results that they need? Yeah. Okay. I think... Personally, my if I was in, in that position, the first thing I would do is a complete brain dump. So you kind of mentioned a few examples of what people might be concerned about. I would just start having a list of things that you are concerned about, the questions you would have, the things that you don't understand, and just start brain dumping it. Start making a list so that way you're kind of gathering your thoughts and understanding what's really important to you, what's not as important to you, even though it might be to other people. And it's kind of just like clarifying what you need to communicate when you start looking for people. Um, I think that it's very easy to get a little bit concerned that you're going to be irritating or it's going to be too difficult and you don't ask all the questions that you want to ask. But I'm a big proponent of over communicating. <laughs> so I think like the more that you ask and explain, and even if it's things that you're worried about, even if it's negative things, explain it to the person that you're interested in working with, write them an email, 
take them out for coffee and sit down and be like, hey, these are my concerns. Hey, these are the things I don't understand. Hey, this is what I'm looking for. What are your thoughts? Because they're going to be able to answer those right away because this is their field. They're going to understand exactly what you're worried about. They've probably heard the questions that you're going to ask a million times before. So I really think that it's no time to be shy or worry about like if they're going to like you or not, just go and get the work done. This is for your job and meet up with that person, connect with them, ask all your questions. And I think that the communication thing is, is just so important. And I do see that, you know, I just run into people that sometimes struggle with that. They struggle with being open and really direct and honest for whatever reason that may be. And I think this is just one of those times to just be direct you know, you know, be friendly, be open. And I think that it takes you so much further than you would imagine. I, I really appreciate you sharing that as well, because I know that I've learned a lot, even in our collaboration about mm-hmm. how to put words to what I'm thinking and feeling, um, especially for those of us who are working mostly by ourselves, very quickly, we can become insular and uh, you don't have to communicate with anyone. You just agree with yourself. Yeah. You have to figure out that. I think that's maybe where the brain dump come in, comes in. Yeah. It's like, get it all out, make it gibberish, make it on scratch paper. It doesn't matter. It's just for you to start clarifying your thoughts. And you might have that brain dump on as an ongoing, you know, living document for like a month. But hey, that month was used well because by the time that month is over, now you have all these ideas and thoughts and information that now you can move into the consultation phase with a photographer that you really like. Yes. Uh, I love it. And once you've found somebody to work with, what is the role of the business owner? Okay. Um, The role of the business owner, I think it really depends. So I will say that I've worked with every type of business owner, ones that are so interested in being hands off because they're so busy and they're very much like big picture people. And then they outsource and hire help to handle all the other logistics. So there's people like that, that really just kind of like hand you the reins and you, you figure everything out and you ask a few questions. But if you're someone that's new to it and you're still figuring out your message and your branding and you're curious and you're interested and you're very participative, I think that it's important for you to start creating shot lists. So start creating ideas of things that you want images of because everybody's going to come into a scene and snap a photo in a different way. So if you have some ideas of where you're going to start using photos, for example, maybe you have a Facebook page, maybe you get a lot of business on Facebook and you really love to update your Facebook header quite a bit. That's a very specific format of a photo. It's very long, horizontal, very narrow. You might say, hey, I update this once a month. I really would love to have like 12 for this specific reason. Or maybe you're really popular on Instagram and you know that vertical images do best for you and you can use them on your posts and in your stories. So just like those kind of details, and I'm not saying that you have to have all that information because I think a photographer that is really interested in your success will ask these questions too. But these are some of the things that you can start thinking about. And like I said, just kind of have a running list of things. And like, as you come across it, you can write it down and kind of have all that accumulated in one area. Because I think sometimes people put pressure on themselves and they like block out, a, you know, 30 minutes in a day and they're like, okay, now I'm going to write my shot list. And maybe you're ready for that. And maybe you can go to town on your shot list like that. But I know personally, I would probably blank out. I would be like, um, I don't remember anything about anything right now. <laughs> so I would do better with having like an ongoing list on my phone because I'll run into things throughout my day as I work. And I'm like, oh yeah, perfect. This for this. Oh yeah, perfect. That's right. I do need this. And so I just think that running list is really helpful. And again, just communicating it to your photographer and working together on it. 
I think is really, really helpful to make an efficient shoot and just like work the hell out of that shoot and get so many photos that are really going to be Yeah. You and I know about that. We just like go to town when we get together. <laughs> I, <laughs> 17 outfits and yeah. I'm sitting here giggling because I do show up with like 17 outfits. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. You're prepared. And and have like changed my clothes in the middle of downtown Asheville um, before, so. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't forget, no. You're like, yeah, um, I was, you know, the one And then the Botanic Gardens, I did that too. Um, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, including jumpsuits, which are hard to change. Just that, that, yeah, they're hard for kind of everything, yeah. <laughs> but I think that even just this, like, that kind of silly example is, is a good thing to start to think about. Are you someone who's going to want to have lots of different outfits because either you're like me and you just, like, have turned out, you like getting dressed up and getting to be a model for a day. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm totally into it. All my former fashion girl dreams come true. But also... You know, I use these photos a lot in a wide variety of settings. You'll see them on Instagram. You'll see them in advertising. You'll see them in eBooks that I make in my courses. So actually having that breadth really matters to me because I want those of you listening to this podcast to get to see a lot of different sides from me without seeing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, that's the so. beauty of it for sure. It's super worth it that you have all that ready. I think it really shines and it makes a big difference. And I have a few other clients that do stuff like that. And it really works well. Like, and it also works really well because you can kind of plan ahead for like upcoming things that are a little bit seasonal based. So I think that's really nice. And I did want to point out one other thing when you're preparing for your shoot as a, as a business owner, because th basically the more prepared you are, then the less hurried you're going to feel, which obviously means the less stress you're going to feel, which I think that means one, you're going to actually have fun at the shoot and just enjoy it and just kind of relax into it. And obviously, if you're the one in front of the camera, that's a huge thing. You, you definitely want the less stress, the better. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Now, I think that that prep bit is so important and just makes it so much easier for you to get what you actually need and to communicate that effectively to your photographer, companion, friend. Yeah, yeah. And you can prepare in so many different ways. Um, a vision board is really nice. I know that I'm someone who's super visually driven, and sometimes it is hard for me to put things into words. And so Pinterest has been pretty awesome for me, especially when they started letting you do secret boards. Mm -hmm. So I just have this insane amount of secret boards that really help organize. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess in there. Um, visually, though, it just is so nice to go back and reference it and be like, okay, like this is what we're going for. This is helpful. Um, and you know, you and your photographer can work on that together. You can each work on it and combine it. There's so many ways, and you know, those little details are really just up to your your personalities of how you guys want to work uh, together. Yeah. Is there anything else that people need to know when they're making this decision or preparing for a shoot that you see from your perspective as a professional? Yeah. Um, I would, I would mention that I would say don't lean on Photoshop. I think a lot of times when people don't understand Photoshop and editing and it's easy to lean on it really hard and be like, oh, um, you know, I, I didn't get to remove that chair from the living room, but I really hate it. Can you Photoshop it out of every photo? Like something like that. And, you know, people are very sincere in that and they really think it's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got to tell you, it's not. There are some things that Photoshop is very magical about. If you have a little zit on your forehead that I need to edit out, sure. Super easy. I'm going to do that. That's great. 
But as far as like big things that have to be removed from an image and then replaced with something else, so it's not just this weird dark hole in your photo, um, <laughs> it's a big deal and it takes a long time. And I will say that, you know, if you're asking for some big, big jobs in Photoshop, you're asking for one, a really, really intense skill set from the photographer. You're also looking at someone who's probably going to be charging you for that skill set because the amount of time it would take them to do something like that pretty, pretty extensive. And I'll also say that it's important to touch base with your photographer about how they feel about if they're Photoshopping you and um, their approach to that. Because I will say that more and more with the way that our culture is evolving and our views towards women and looks and all that kind of stuff, every photographer is going to have a different moral compass on how much they're willing to Photoshop another human being in their image. Some people specialize in that and they're a little bit more of like a glamour photographer and they will airbrush your skin. They'll adjust anything that you ask and they'll tweak things for you. And if that's what you're looking for and that's what the photographer offers, perfect, great match. But I know that there are many photographers who have their own moral limitation of like, well, I will Photoshop up until this extent, but after that, I will not be manipulating your body in any way. Da, 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 da. And usually the approach for that is they're going to pose you and use flattering lighting as their means to make an attractive image and make you look and feel your best. So I think that's something that if that's kind of in the back of your head every time you're making a decision about preparing for the shoot and you're like, Photoshop, Photoshop, Photoshop. I think it's really important to kind of like step back and be like, wait, I should probably talk to my photographer about like, can they remove this you know, chair from my living room or can they make me look like a different person? All that. Kind of <laughs> Just a little chat to see where their line is, you know? <laughs> now, and to make sure that you guys are, yeah, on the same page, even if it's in the other direction, like you don't want as much touch up or, um, yeah. Or I know something Chelsea and I worked on this past time because for the photos for Instagram, I wanted them to feel a little bit more natural, a little bit more like maybe I could have taken them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. Um, and, you know, as a result, you know, I, I we kind of shifted, not, you are not a big touch your upper at all but it's just a little it's just a touch more natural feeling some of those photos and it's been perfect but that's because you know those are conversations that you and I are, are open to having which has been awesome yeah it's just nice to touch base on it and you know just like anybody anything else you kind of meet up and you're like hey my hair is going crazy today what are we going to do about it or whatever oh, there's some people that yeah <laughs> or you just like embrace it it really doesn't matter but um yeah I think just kind of chatting about those things <laughs> It doesn't have to be, you know, super serious and intense conversation and debate about, you know, heavy stuff in life. It can just be a little chat just to make sure you're on the same page. But I think usually when you look at someone's photos that they share on their website and on their social media, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to tell right away if they're more of the like glamour photo shoot kind of thing or the more natural look. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and I mean, just for... Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even necessarily know this. I mean, it's appropriate to ask a photographer to see past work and stuff, right? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I will say that, like, uh, the more specific, the better, because the, the photographer takes a lot of time to put together the portfolio on their website, and those are the images they want you to see because those are the ones that they want to make. Those are the ones that they oh, want to know. That's, like, where the direction they want to go. And so they take a lot of time to show you the work that, that is important to them. But if there's something missing and you're like, hey, I really wish you know, I could see more headshots of female entrepreneurs, do you happen to have any? 
if, you know, if they want to work with you as well, they could say, yeah, let me find some, I'll email you some examples or check out this blog post. It's, you know, a few months old, so you have to dig a little, but here's a link to it. Or they might say, you know, and this would be important outcome as well. They could say something along the lines of, actually, I, I don't really have experience in that. I don't do that very often. And you would then be able to decide if it's still worth working with them or if you want to get someone that's more experienced. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer because everyone starts somewhere. Just because they haven't taken that photo, that specific type of photo before, doesn't mean that they're going to be bad at it at all. But it is something that could be good for you to know if you don't see what you're looking for on their website. No matter what the answer is, it's probably an answer you'd like to know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So what else do we need to know, Chelsea? All right. What do you guys need to know, you guys? I would say, <laughs> let's see. Okay, so I have one other prep tip that I've, I've noted to myself. Okay, so I would, <laughs> I have to emphasize cleaning up. So wherever you're going to have the photo session, I personally go to people's offices, studios, homes quite a bit um, to do my photo shoots. And so I'm not really in control of what it's going to look like, nope. and, uh, <laughs> which is scary. Uh, and I do send, you know, preparation and the, all that kind of stuff leading up to the shoot. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's important to kind of emphasize the things that really matter. So say I show up to a shoot and the main room that you're going to do all the shots in is super dusty. And every time the light from the camera, you know, whatever hits it, it's like lit up, you know, it almost looks like glitter or something like that's something I'm going to notice right away because I know how to like look for the details in the photos. That might not be something that you think is that important and you're like, eh, I didn't even mess with it. But then your photographer is there for a finite amount of time and now they're spending like 15 minutes of it dusting, you know? So it's like, try to just take care of things anyway, because you, you know, you never know what you're going to need. And if you have like, six boxes in there that you don't want, just put them in a different room. Like you putting them in a different room takes way less time than like a photographer coming in and having to like awkwardly say, can we move this? And then like, you know, make a big deal out of it. I would say like, if it even crosses your mind, just take care of it. So you're so ready. And then the photographer can show up and you guys can just work together the whole time. Same goes with like, um, any kind of props or products that you have for the shoot. Like if there's tags on them and they're not supposed to be in the photos, like take, take off the tags before I get there. Cause otherwise I'm going to be spending part of my session time taking off the tags of the items. Happy to do it. I've done it before. It's all good. Works out just fine. But obviously we would have rather spent that time creating more photos for your use. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a big one. I think the last time you came to my house, I had a bunch of stuff that got moved into the bedroom and then a corner of the living room that was just filled with crap and we didn't take photos there. We were like, we're not going to look over there with the camera. Yeah, that awesome. place doesn't it was exist. Fine. And it was, it was fine. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it was perfect. <laughs> I, I don't need you to, you know, move into a new house for me. Like, it's just like the little, like, we're going to take photos here. So let's think this through for just a second. You know, I even, so, I even staged my pantry. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everything looks super sharp. And and oh, you well. just said, you're like, okay, we're not going to be doing photos in these two areas. And we were like, okay, cool. We're all set. And we have plenty of other space to do the rest of the photos. And then whenever we went into a room, if I were to say like, you know, hey, did you want this in the photo, blah, blah, blah. And you were always like, yeah, it's fine because that's what you wanted. So you actually like thought it through and you're like, no, yeah, get those mugs in the background. That's part of my life. And that's what I want in the photos. And that was so perfect for me because I knew that you had prepared for the shoot and you were thoughtful about it. And it was awesome. I think it was um, really smooth too. 
Oh, I feel like I'm getting a gold star. I'm really excited. This <laughs> is a good example. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it was, that was an interesting, it was, we won't go into my, my tiny house, but you made it look very charming and I appreciate that. I think it is charming. Yes, Thanks, I do. Chelsea. <laughs> well, Chelsea, where can people find you on the internet if they want to learn more about you, see your gorgeous work or I don't know, I mean, hire you. Are you available to take photos for people? Sometimes if you ask super nicely, I'm like, you guys, I guess I'll take your picture. Um, you can find me on Instagram is probably where I'm most, um, mostly posting for things, stories and posts. Um, it is at Chelsea Lane, two underscores. And my first name is C-H-E-L-S-E-A. I'm on Facebook too. I have no idea what my Facebook page is, if it even has a name. I mean, it's just Chelsea, (laughs) but there's probably more than one of us. I don't know how to direct you there. I'm sure you can find it if you want to do that. And then website is chelseaandphotography.com. Um, so yeah, if you want, and I, I mostly work with locals here in Asheville, which I absolutely love, but every once in a while, something will pop up for me in a different city. And it's really fun to explore those as well. So I absolutely love working with small businesses. And if you ever have any questions that you just want to pop over and say, hey, and ask about, you want a little advice or just a second person's opinion on X, Y, and Z. Or of course, if you're looking for branded photography, I would love to chat with you. Awesome. And I mean, not to make this a Chelsea Lane infomercial, but I can't say enough about how much I just adore Chelsea. And how much fun it has been to work with her over the past several years. We've been working together for like three years now, which is insane. I was just thinking about that this morning because I was like, yeah, we actually had two. Yeah, and the first one was out in nature. Yeah, um, we went out to Black Balsam. and uh, That's when you had long brown hair. Yeah, but my, I did. It's in the perspective how long ago it feels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, different haircuts. <laughs> that's totally. how I have the time frame. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Chelsea, we'll get all of your info linked up in the show notes so folks can find you. And listening at home, folks, I hope that this helps to make the idea of working with a branding photographer a little bit less overwhelming, a little bit less scary. And just to really invite you, like Chelsea said at the very beginning, to think about how are you as a business owner spending your time? And are you spending it doing the things that you are best at that generate revenue in your business? Or are you like I used to like setting like a fucking timer on your iPhone and trying to figure out how to use Snapseed to like edit a photo and make it look like you're a professional? (laughs) Is that your job? (laughs) Probably not. So so I just want to invite you guys into this. If you haven't thought about it already, I think that spending your resources on hiring pros so that you can get your time back is an amazing step in your business. So Chelsea, thank you for coming and sharing your experience with us and being just a ray of sunshine and an amazing collaborator for my business. That is so lovely. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And this was awesome. I feel like I survived my first podcast. So now I can go about my day feeling all happy about this. So thank you. I really appreciate it. This was absolutely wonderful. Oh, yay. Another first podcast down. I love it. Yeah, everyone, make sure you go and you DM Chelsea on Instagram and tell her how well she did on her first podcast. (laughs) We we want her to come back. And all of you listening at home, thank you so much for your time. We will see you guys next week. Bye for now. Bye.